0: You know, it's an interesting question that just came up. That I'm going to do this at least for me, if nothing else. It's like, um, okay, it's like a weird mentality thing, right? Like you're going to go through life. I'm going to. This one's going to take a second to get out. So just so everyone aware. Well, it's a strange thing because you're going to go through life, right? And then everyone's like, I'm going to break out a small thing into a large thing first. And see if we can get into the smallness of it. But well, basically... Uh, we're going through life. And you know, you, you're you working your way up to retirement. You're working working your way up to retirement. You're working your way up to the fact that you won't need money anymore from the world. So that you can then... Do what you want. Get on with it. And, you know, it's a weird thing because it's like, okay, cool, you're working, 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 go to retirement, boom, retirement. Then it's like, okay, hold on. Let's just say you have the standard 40 hours thing, which is like hardly inconceivable these days. And... And, um, okay, you have the normal 40-hour thing. It's like, okay, you retire. What are you going to do with 40 hours a week? Oh, I'm going to, you know, go golfing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's like, okay. Then come time to the end of your life, what you're going to do. And it's like you keep going on and on, you know. And you keep talking about doing things and not sitting. Like your mind always goes to what are you going to do? Not sit, usually. I'm just going to sit. Sit around, you know. Do nothing. It's like, okay. Now hold on. At the end of the day, it's a weird thing, you know. What if you want to be... You retire and then you want to be like a tour guide. Or you want to do something that's like super simple, part-time, you know, like as a job or something. It's a weird thing. And then it's like, okay. Wait, you stopped working, retired, got a different job. So you're still working. Some people say they need the money. Some people say they want something to do. So it's like, why do we cap even retirement to an age, you know? It's a strange little thing. Why do we cap it to an age? Because it's like, sixty. you know, the government kind of dignifies it a little with like Roth IRAs and you know, uh, social security and all all that crap, but it's like, uh, yeah, you know, like, If you re- if you retire once from a normal job that you're not privy to because it's got stressful hours and stressful this and stressful that and then you retire and it's like okay crap I'm retired not going to do anything because I've got to either I didn't save enough money you know I'm just going to roll through the whole scenario it's like I, either I didn't save enough money to be able to do whatever I wanted so i 've got to conserve i didn 't wasn 't able to save enough money because this came up in life event and that came up in life event and so i can 't just be free i 've got to also get a part time job in the process you know and then it 's like um There's the other one who's like free. Okay, you're free of money, right? You're free of money! Yay! Can do whatever you want basically for the rest of your life within reason, you know? And um, no work, no thoughts of work, no thoughts of anything like that. And it's like, okay. That doesn't mean you don't do stuff. Still. You're still going to eat food, right? You may start going to the grocery store, or different grocery store. I don't know. One well, that's not... It was less convenient but better for you, you know? I don't know. I don't know. You know, you might start drinking more. You might start... Doing all kinds of things, you know? It's like what's... Where are you going to go with it? It's like uh, creating bad habits. You could go the whole route, right? And so I'm trying to like figure out like... Okay, hold on. Like... What story was initially taught to me about reality? About the way grow- growing up? But to getting old when you get old and like... It's like you're 30 now, 33 to whatever. And it's like, okay... I'm looking at all the people going to retirement, in retirement. And it's like they all worked for that sort of scenario. It's all worked out to be that sort of scenario. And I'm like, there's got to be another scenario to this, to this whole game. There just has to be. Because it's like, you know, my, my mom said... So she's like, I'm going, you know, after I retire, I'll probably just end up still like st- um, stocking shelves at Walmart. And it's like, okay, so you in a sense, okay, when my mom says it like that, it's almost like in a sense that I'm going to do something still that I would want to do. But in the process of wanting to do, it's like, what is doing the wanting?" Maybe she never asked that question. I don't know. was "What is doing the wanting?" Because at the end of the day, she's supposed to be retired. So is it like still like wanting to do work but why what's doing wanting to do work still like is it is it like an avoidance strategy of emotions and stuff is it can't sit with yourself type of thing is it you know what what is it about the, the like literally inherent Need for something to always be happening like that, like what is it? you know uh, I don't I was talking to Matt earlier and it was like it just kind of hit me afterwards, but it's like or maybe it was before I can't remember at this point, but it's like um you know it's like you were in school like in the nineties, whatever early 90s and there's not really technology much tech there's not much digital technology at this point not not secondary screens there's no secondary screens second screens at all no second screens and so you just have like analog for the most part to technology at least when i was born to growing up and then it's like you develop with like this technology age you could say and it's like um what is it doing to my brain though like 20 years later these second screen things what are they doing to my brain 20 years later because it's like you know you're in school uh you're pretty you know no cell phones nothing like that really uh you know, iPads, you know, it's like you got a projector, you got some TVs, like the old school ones. So it's like you, you're there, and it's like, um, you know, you're in a class, you don't do those every day, those are like your treats, you know. So, like, uh, during school, it's like, yes, thank god, the lights are off, the teachers away, I can just freaking do whatever I want when there's dumb video plays, you know, type thing. And so it's like, Um, but we used to sit in class and be attentive, or at least I was able to, I don't know if anyone else cared, but I did for like an hour, you know, or as long as the class was, you know, 55 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever it is, with the whole change stuff. And it's like, I used to just sit there and literally for an hour, I would just pay attention. That's it. Didn't really study much. Got good Grades. I just paid attention. I don't know. My brain would always recall all the information I needed because I was always paying attention. But it would, it, I didn't process it. It literally would recall it back on a test or something. It's weird. And so I didn't have study really. Just sometimes looked over stuff because it was so far away from where I was compared to where I had been. When I was paying attention to it in class, Like it was a couple of weeks away. Sometimes I had to look over it again but it was just like barely reading it it was like glancing at it so it's kind of how the school worked and it was very simple uh really for the most part and i just kind of didn't care about it anymore uh it was kind of too easy sometimes for my brain except for um, what do you call it comprehending reading Something was off on that. Other than that... I See, that's the thing. It's weird to say comprehending reading... Because... This is off track a little. But... It's weird to say comprehending reading... Because... I could... Read it on the the board... Or see it. It's okay, okay. I'll, I'll separate it a little bit. It's a little bit like... When you read it on the board... Or see it on the board... We're going to separate it right there. When we see it on the board it's just like a picture right it's just like a video a picture it's just you watching it happen right it's just a picture well if you reading it on the board off the board you you you're like you're making your mind try to create something out of the words that are on the board, like if to say, you that whole thing's just a picture, right? You just you, you just see it. If anyone can follow this, you can just see it on the picture on the on there. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's literally like an image. It's just it's just an image. It's just squiggles and images, you know, whatever on the board. And then it's like okay. Uh, when you say that, that means I see it. That means my brain sees it. I take picture, I see it. Uh, there's video. It's video, picture. You know, it's so a type of thing inside. And then when, um, when like, how do you say like uh, when you say you need to read it? So okay, just just to clarify, just one more thing. It's like to go to a test. It's simple. Like, it's like your, your, um, yeah, you, you have, like, my brain has a scanner or something, or it's, maybe it's, that's even, like, too detailed for it, to be honest. It's more like this. You see a question on the test, and it has certain words configured in an organized fashion, and it's like, my brain can literally, like, pick up. Uh, like a previous image to like fact check or whatever you want to say fact check the the information and so basically what I would say is like this if you just have it a picture on the screen it's easy to fact check you're not doing any comprehensive information you're not comprehending anything you're just like well I mean maybe the only process is like uh yes those two line up. No, the whiteboard says this, but the, the thing, you know, the uh, whatever does this, says this. So that means it's false. You know, it's like simple stuff. And you that's how you get through tests. That's how I would do school. I didn't know any different. And so the interesting part about it is that... Like, when, like, it's a weird thing. Like, why do we try to comprehend things before they happen? Wow, that just took my brain so far away. Hold on. (laughs) Why do we try to comprehend things before they happen? Okay. I don't know what that means like it's like this okay here's i'm going to describe it like this you go into class right and you have you have information you just have a picture right on the the whole thing's just a picture you're living inside a picture you're living inside a video you're living inside an experience you're living inside of an image a mind you're living inside of all the altered states throw them on you're inside just a mind it's just it's just like a uh planetarium-like experience, right, of everything. And then you, you, your mind gravitates to the words, and then it's like there's an exchange that happens where the words get um, organ like your mind, like your rational, as they call it, which I think I'm going to rewrite at some point. But anyways, what they call the rational thinking mind It's the mind where the thinking processes happen or are developing or being created inside you. And so literally, you take the words off the thing and you believe what you believe and you see what you see and you throw the rest out, right? Well, you have then a pieced together uh, version of a reality that's like, that's like only like, How do I say it? It's like literally digitized. Uh, I want to say like digitized. Where it's like, that. you know, you're looking out and it's like there's a spectrum of color that you're seeing, right? There's a spectrum of vibrations you're hearing. There's a spectrum of feeling... That's what I'm experiencing. There's a, a spectrum of inside feeling that I'm experiencing. There's a spectrum like, so noise, you know, whatever. And so there's all these different factors, right? And if you notice, a phone can only like, do two. A camera can only do two. They can only do your visual and audio sen- aud- like audio- audible senses, like your ears and your vision. It can't do, make the feeling thing happen. That's a relationship between you and it. And it's really, uh, if you want to go really far, it's just really all in you, but we should stay, stay away from that one. No, it's, it's, it's a relationship between you and it. that are creating it. And so, because of that, you can, like, digitize your world By creating thousands of stories, literally I'm changing it from thousands of words to thousands of stories and thousands of versions of stories to describe a painting. But you're not, you're forgetting that the painting is actually real life and it's all around you. You know, it's, it's, you're inside the mind. You're inside the mind. You're inside the mind. You know, it's an altered state. You're inside the mind. It's simple. You're inside the mind. So what's interesting about it is... It's like, what do people expect for them for retirement? Do you you know why would you consider what like if you what you know you're sitting here and you're like lots of people 40s 50s you know whatever and you're going right head straight towards like retirement like it's your job and it's like your whole life is like just book booked towards to the day of retirement and it's like boom it hits and it's like crap like second third or third midlife crisis second mid first you know i don't know midlife it's like a huge like mental shift and it's like depending on how you shift depends on what happens to you or if you like don't do so well after that because you're talking about occupying your brain with not just like digitized information of words that are organized in a certain way you're you're not just talking about that you're also talking about patterns and organizational patterns and like oh you know at the if you had a desk job it's like you know you're you're always at the desk job talking about you want to go out to nature and do hiking and you know i'm just giving examples like you want to go explore and just you know walk across Europe for who knows why we drinking wine as you go you know like screw water just wine see if we can do it type stuff and it's like um yeah but you're forgetting you're doing like 40 years oh shit that sounds so weird saying it like that you're doing 40 years at the desk when you want to get older and, t- and then get active Okay, strange one. Or maybe it's like, like okay, but like imagine the shift of body. Like you'd have to start eating different. There's so many factors to that that it's like your mind can almost... I want to say something crazy to me. I want to say your mind can almost overcreate scenarios of what you want to do. Like three brains inside you the primordial The then you have the emotional so to speak and then you have the rational thinking which I would rename all this crap and just say one mind. You have one mind and you're all in the mind. And so this is bridging the gap between three brains inside you all the time. It's what I'm working on with myself right now. And so, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. My brain's starting to ask strange questions that it sees like it just in general life patterns where you just say, okay, okay, so right, you're going to do the opposite a lot of people seem to say they want to do the opposite thing of the type of work they're doing now like so they would want to big business want to volunteer you know i don't know just weird stuff it's i'm going to the extremes with it but at the same time the extremes can show the picture better and so it's just it's a strange concept where i go Is it, like, is it like just one little change of a thought process? It's like, okay, uh, how about this? Let's rephrase the whole complication. Is it more like this? Um, before retirement, I have to work to retire. After retirement, I don't need money anymore. That unwinds it for me. (laughs) Uh, It's like holding the jaw open right now on like a clamp for like a bear claw. It's like holding the door open. Wow. But it doesn't feel like it's completely open. It's more like a revolving door that just got moved like three dials and got stuck. So, this is fascinating. Well, I got to figure out if I can repeat it again, and so I can figure out another state thing to say. Uh, okay, before retirement, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, how do memories even work? You know, it's crazy. Okay, before retirement, you're you're working for re- for retirement, so like. 40 years of life working to one day then what oh yeah then I'm in retirement so I'm going to do this okay so we have another bubble for retirement so another digitized projection of experiencing sort of like an inside movie display I think I don't know if everyone has that I do. Okay, so you're working full retirement. Retirement happens, boom, like wedding day. Boom, whole thing happens. And then uh, out comes retirement. It's like, okay, I said I was going to do this more, and I said I was doing that more, I said I was doing this, that, this, that. Okay, yeah, seems good. Okay, cool, cool. It's January 1st all over again with those New Year's resolutions, you know. Crazy, right? And you're just like, wait a second. Are you serious? (sighs) Like, yeah, we just did retirement. Like we created, and uh, like we create the 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 New Year's resolutions, but because what? It's because there's no sacrifice needed anymore to make a resolution happen. There's no burden of. Um, oppression on oneself to get to retirement there's no oppression there anymore because of that I can do retirement but I can't do a new year's resolution you're trying to drag too many things into one thing I need, like, it's like your body and your mind and everything saying, like, the whole, like, even, I mean, here's the thing, reality can keep up with you, you can't keep up with it, it's a big shocker, it's crazy, it's crazy at how fast it is, I don't even know how to explain it, I've watched it come in and out many times, it's way faster than you can imagine, uh if you want it to be, or it can be real slow, Um, so it's about you adjusting, you know, and so it's, it's one of that type of things, where, what do we say, like, We are burdened for ourselves, so we're pressing ourselves to get to graduation day. And then we graduate, and then, like, friends, social life that you're used to goes away. Noises that you're used to go away. um, Visuals that you're used to go away. um, You suddenly start probably spending more time with other people, and so your life can, you know... obviously change from that um there's other things you know there's other scenarios like you um you start thinking more probably about life and reliving the memories and it's almost like it's almost like a a place where lots of people like do processing like older people, they start to, like in retirement, they start to do processing on their life. You know, sometimes. I don't know if everyone does, but some people, it's like if they're not enjoying it, the mind starts coming in to process all of their life that they never processed, right? Uh, or like the, tra- the traumas or like the little situations where it's like life had to move on. You're, you say life has to move on, so life has to move on. And we'll come back to that emotion later. Where well, we never come back to the emotion later. Big problems, you know? So you... It's like that type of thing. So your mind, you don't even really have option unless you keep your mind preoccupied but like here's the thing is like if you're repatterning things there's going to be things that slip through the cracks of processing that need to happen from jobs and so there's like probably it got to be a period of adjustment time like what, like two years solid years one or two years solid years of adjustment time alone to, to ensure that you can actually like you can be healthy mentally to move on to do something like retirement and actually want it and enjoy it instead of like, instead of like, and having a real, a genuine, authentic um, relationship with it, like you're really there, you're really present with it, you're really enjoying retirement, as opposed to thinking you're enjoying retirement. But inside, it's like if you start feeling miserable, you're like, what the hell? I'm just going to die soon anyways. Might as well bring it on with another scotch. Let's go. More scotch, please. I love scotch and I hate those feelings. So those feelings are going. It's like, that's not a great place. Uh, Honestly, not a great place to be because... Well, it's like, okay, so we're just watching. I'm literally watching all of these like just standard human patterns happen over and over and over again, right? And I'm like, okay, those they're crazy options. And it's like, what is a better way? I mean, there's just got to be. It's like I feel like the Buddha right now. You know, he found he he discovered the middle way. I'm like. What is the middle way? Like where the path less traveled, all the things. It's like there's got to be another way to to do this. And it's like I'm trying to realize it's almost like there is other ways to do it. Uh, If you can just figure out how to get through your own crap first. Uh, So seems, I guess, or what you, like your brain has to process. So it's like, It's like now, it's like, you know, what else am I trying to say with it? It's like, um, I'm learning this this is as i'm watching reality and everything i'm watching the whole thing and just like man i just see the patterns over again all over again i see the patterns and it's like okay and it's like what am i what am i watching you know what what is going on in this world on this screen that i'm watching and experiencing like what is going on here uh, as best i can understand and it's like it's like uh the moment it's like people's attention span can't be here for more than like you know some people it's like you go you got ten se- five seconds ten seconds attention span stuff you know and I'm like whoa we had like when I was in school we had an hour and it's like I'm not even I'm like 30 like 25 some odd years removed from like middle like low middle school stuff and it's like wait That's like 25 years. What has technology done to our brains as compared to 25 even years ago? You know, and like what happened with analog? I don't know. I don't know that difference because I can't go that far back. But at least with digital, I can go digital or digitizing and creating screens and creating secondary sound sources that are unnatural to... The whole experience, because you're only capturing two, like broadband frequency waves, and you're not able to capture the feelings, but you can get someone else involved with the feelings if you can get them in sync, and you're not capturing like touch or smell, so you're negating part of the experience. There's a lot of it, but then it's a question of like, so here's a weird question, you know, comes up. It's like okay. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. But what if the devices that are capturing it, actually all of them individually pick up the full spectrum or something crazy. But like you can't actually figure out how to how to either document it uh, through like, you know, through ones and zeros. You can't figure out how to document it and you can't figure out exactly how to uh, like replicate it without the ones and zeros and then the same software type of thing you can't do both you can't uh you're capturing something and then you're transmitting it or like transcoding it so to speak into freaking digitized stuff and so if your brain is looking at digitized stuff all day here's the one thing you can't capture okay here's the one biggest thing I i observed this the other day i was just like looking at this and i'm like okay wait watch this I can get a phone out, I can record a video, I can even cam- uh, put you know lit- record audio, whatever, do the whole thing, and then it's like, what if I just take picture just to show it's easier so just take picture, let's take a picture, and it's like, okay, looking at the environment, what is that picture missing that the environment has? Same image. Looking right as both of them. Same lighting. You can adjust the lighting on the phone to make it the right thing. Same lighting, same, you know, as best you can. Same, same everything. It's like, what is it missing? It's like, as far as I could go at that moment was something like, it's missing space. Like the space. Like literal space. You know what I mean? Like you're walking in your yard from one fence to the next and it takes, you got to go through space to get there, right? You have to go through space to get to the other side of the fence. You have to go through space. So it's like a hard concept for my brain to grasp sometimes, right? But it's getting easier because when I did it for the screen the other day, it's like, oh, I put the two up and I'm like, man, it's missing space, which means like we only like if we're programming our brains to be grounded and supported by like technology and it's like various patternings through like different codings and different computer language like those are all patternings that create something in your brain right to create a human to be a certain way it's like in terms of a thinking process which affects your emotional system and the way your primordial system all work to they're all working right They're all working through that programmed rational thinking brain. Some can override other systems, you know, or your consciousness can override systems so that you can stay alive for survival. So you can override your thinking mind and enter into just emotional or even just primordial. And then that's when you stay alive type of thing. And so, because you enter into like a fight, flight or free state. And so... um, I recently entered in a, into a free state and coming out of it, it's what, it's interesting, it was interesting for me to be consciously aware and watching it as it happened because what was showing me was you can experience, how do I say it? You can experience the full spectrum of, of experiencing all the time and at all times But you're not necessarily made aware of the full experience all at the same time. Because it's too much for the brain to process. Too much for the brain to handle. Too much information. So you have to... You set yourself back from the rational thinking mind and set yourself straight into the emotional brain, so to speak, where... You stabilize that and then there's clear seeing again even through the programming of the rational thinking mind. And what happens is, is the rational thinking mind programming starts to surface and it starts to be like your system's like, no, that's a weird one. No, that is, that all about? No, no, no. And it keeps going and it's processing stuff. And like a lot of people don't see it like this. They see it as like someone processing or reliving memories but that's just a more. That's just because those memories are kind of like the things that someone is saying is like their internal highlight reel, their internal Facebook highlight reel. And so they've collected it through life. And so if you notice when people get to older age, they only start talking about the past and they start talking instead of the future, that whole graduation day thing and then they start talking about memories like their favorite ones and they start losing the rest right in the process and the more they talk about their favorite ones I've witnessed it with someone it's like the more they talk about their favorite ones what ends up happening is they literally fall into like an almost hypnotized pattern where their whole life revolves or is involved inside if I can say it like this their 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 whole thing their whole memory their whole experiences is like eight memory bubbles on like a highlight reel going around like um sort of like how do you say it like And I'm using the number eight because that's what I counted the last time I experienced this with someone older and watched what they was doing. It's like, I don't know, it sounds like to me, like what people call Alzheimer's or whatever. Because it's like this, it's like, it's interesting stuff here. But like, you can't, like if your brain is in like five second tick mode, so to speak, five, four, three, two, one, boom, next one, five, you know, your attention span like that. Or you attention span at 3, two, 1, boom. You know, or 10. Not, you know, maybe you you had to think a bit when you had to enter crap into a computer. It's like, nope. And so, yeah, you know, maybe it's 10 seconds. and It's like, okay, well, then you only have like 10 second increments of memories that you can relive. And you keep like. This is what I mean. You keep re experiencing those same like 10 second clips of eight cycled memories inside of you like it's on a news highlight reel and it's like just like one comes in you experience it for 10 seconds and you like recreate a better version or you talk about it or whatever you laugh about it and so the one memory can have like sense of depression all the way to sense of laughter in it each memory can you know, inside, and so you you talk about it one time, and it's like, oh, I feel so much better when I talk about it. It's great. I'm gonna keep talking about it, and then like next one comes along, next memory thing, you enter into, and it might like when I say memory thing, it's like you have to realize the new story is already your memory. Ouch! But it is. It was in the past. You read it. You saw it first you comprehended it, you chewed on it, you read it. Then you put it in your databank somewhere inside of you and you put it in there and then out comes information from it, out comes experiencing from it, you know. So say, say you're older and you're focused on the news or you watch the news to occupy some time, you know. Okay, what are you feeding your brain, you know, a bunch of news which is like down and dirty and depressing sometimes you know so it's like how do you make the news chipper Ah, oh, you can't so then there needs to be there's going to be to uh, watch a pattern there's another memory that comes around that that like wasn't so great either and you'll figure out how to like make it feel a little bit better than the news and then there's another memory that comes after that where it's like it's like a really good feeling memory you know all the time it's always your favorite story, you know, and then your, so it's like your favorite storyland. Like if you you have to like almost categorize them, your favorite storyland, and then the next one's gonna be about like the neighbor's like yard that's never kept up, and then the next one's gonna be like I don't know if I can afford a car, and then the next one's like Ooh, I love the dog, and then the next one's like um, Ooh, I love your hair. And then it's like, we all the way come back around. It's like the eight, I think, if I counted right, as I did it. And it's like, if we come back around, we come back around to... Like... Uh, Okay, sorry, brain got distracted. We come back to like the the 10 seconds like okay so we uh yeah i didn't like work so we're gonna skip over that we got 10 seconds on that Ooh, i like this memory i forgot what it was but like this we'll say another favorite story favorite memory or favorite type of experience which is like a favorite memory anyways even if you're describing an experience in real time it's still a memory that you're describing in real time that shows up in your experience right so you're literally still doing that for like say the next one you like it so it's gonna be 30 seconds to you know an hour or something like that depending on how in-depth you go and then it might stall the conversation then you pick right back up you know for a minute transitions you know not so great usually they get quiet in terms of like that's a great transition really but keep it quiet and then and then you transition to like the third one, which is like not so great. The fourth one, which was like um, newsfeed or whatever. I think I had those backwards anyways. And it's like, you keep going. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. And it's like, you have a next pattern. And it's like the same, this is what I'm trying to say, the same memory. If you leave someone alone, like an older person, if you don't try to direct the conversation and you just you just validate what they say, what you can watch is they will literally start doing this eight second eight cycle thing in like almost like 30 minute 30 second repetitive patterns to their brain so in their brain is 30 seconds of this and whatever they can do with it without your input you're just sitting there as like a blank screen like yep 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 totally you're just agreeing or not agreeing doing the mirror thing just being an exact mirror right 30 seconds and then they move on to the next 30 seconds and the next and the next and sometimes it gets a bit quieter but they don't move on yet it's like they go into like almost like zombie or hypnotized mode and it's like they come back out of it to another memory and it goes back around again 30 seconds so that's when i try i try i try 30 seconds to this one and it's like okay you know it's like some weird crap you can ask yourself from right here. It's like, I usually ask myself. It's like, um, yeah, so like which memory or which out-of-body experience are we experiencing now? And where's our body at? Because this whole time, you know, let's say you ate some food. It's almost like disappeared from your, you have a memory of it. But let's say your memory doesn't work or doesn't, you don't have, you don't recall the memory. Just don't recall the memory right you had dinner don't recall the memory okay now can you feel the way you can feel after dinner or can you not do you have to have the dinner and it's like an interesting thing i am learning how to not have to feel like i can feel the same way before and after dinner without the dinner or with it it doesn't matter And it's a weird thing because uh, it leads me all the way back to, like, to retirement stuff, you know. It's like we're sitting here needing the dinner in order to get to graduation day. But if dinner never came, but we still got to graduation day... And dinner became your stressor, like all let's just say you, you, you scapegoated the hell out of that dinner for your whole life. It was the one scapegoat for everything. Dinner could never be right. It could screw dinner. It sucked. It so bad. All the time, it never was good food. la, yada yada. And you just scapegoat everything in your life straight to dinner. You got one ground source that you can just evil the hell and hate out of, you know type thing and it's like you come around uh, to the other side and it's like which like it's almost like you you had all good memory of everything else but you forgot how much you hated dinner. And it's like um well you can good memory yourself away for your life or try to, but then at some point, uh, it's like your, your memories are going to start transitioning to a darker place because of all the place, all the things you've scapegoated, the other stuff into, like the, the dinner. So it starts seeping in to all other aspects of your existence, of your life. Because you you like literally like okay, yeah, I can get away with hating Jenna my whole life and it's like you get to retirement, it's like crap, I can't even eat good food. Oh no, what happens? Okay, I'm just gonna start eating good food and it's like back it's gonna come back around on you on your backside at some point with life, like you might start um like there's other implications to that like mental breakdowns like there's emotional ir- irregulation you might start getting like all kinds of stuff and it's really just you you scapegoated something your whole life and so you haven't it hasn't come back around on you yet because you kept suppressing it and it's like ooh not so good when you go so it's like it's like we working out so much right here because it's like you winding yourself up to the day of retirement to then unwind yourself from retirement to die never forgetting or losing the pattern of winding and always remembering the pattern of unwinding so as to show progress so as to show that something was working and the whole system did work as like a message to the system like this is a good way to live I'm not saying one way or another. I'm asking the question, what's another way? You know, it's like, I think, I think we, we would lie to ourselves if we didn't see it like that. Um, because if you're trying to say you're going to go wind up to retirement and then flow drops out and life is just privy all the time after retirement... I think that's a news flash for some people it's going to be an unwinding of emotions unless you get good at suppressing them there too so good luck i guess feeling that in that kind of boat um but yeah if you start if you think it's not it's going to be an unwinding process so it's like the more stress you do on every day that you don't actually get out of your system Like harder and different, there's there's different things. Now, I can say it like this someone who has it's like when you get older, it's like this do you want to be older and healthy, or do you want to be older and just experience crap and not care? They kind of don't go hand in hand, unfortunately. So it seems you can be happy and healthy if you're healthy. You can be fake happy and not healthy, or and healthy and not healthy. Right. You can be fake happy and not healthy, but think you are because you're fake happy. And you can be be happy and healthy only if you're healthy. Like really healthy. Like your body, your mind, your spirit, your whole thing is really healthy. Not fake happy, not thinking happy. If you think it's going to crumble or it can, you know, I guess it doesn't happen for everyone. But like I'm just trying to get over this thing. It's like I, everywhere I look, every job is promoting get to retirement or get make all the money. And it's like, it's like, if you're happier, everyone's happier in retirement, or so, this, so the whole culture believes, so to speak, if you're happier in retirement, what is it that's different? And it's like, you're not, literally, I would say, the biggest difference would be to make the least amount of stress on someone, mentally, and to think about it in a process, Would say I would say, it's something like this. They're not trying to make money, they are. And they don't need to make money. They are, they are just simply there for other purposes. If it's to keep the mind active, if it's to keep the body active, if it's to keep, you know, something active, like like emotionals away. Because they're around people, so they have to suppress it, you know, and they're not able to let it out, type of thing, like at like they around grocery store all the time, terrified, but they can't let the emotions out because they and so they suppress it and run away from it from it themselves, like I can see it on people's faces all the time, you know it's like, yeah, yeah, you guys can't read body language okay, uh, whatever it's like um yeah, it's strange stuff like this, you know, so, what is it that, you know, it's like, even 40-year-old people, they go into a store, and they're terrified, and it's like, they're not doing anything about it, it's going to eat them up later in life, and it's like, then, is that when, like, you start suppressing stuff, and retirements, and drinking, and doing all the things, I don't know, like, or you, you lose yourself in sightseeing, or mind like doing stuff with the mind, like you always have a plan to do something and there's nothing in the middle like space sitting something like that. I don't know. And so when I say they're at work or they're going there at a job or something, and they they are making money, they're not even trying to. They're just doing something else. And what is it they're doing? They're doing something else and has happened to be making money in the process. And it's like, whoa, huge shift in the mind about and in the body for me about money thing. It's like they literally not even trying to because they're there to do something else. And they just happen to be making money. And the way in the door is always through all these like weird get to know you like interviews and then it's like uh it's just a strange thing like okay we a business or are we here to do something can we do something and just skip the business part of it and it's like yeah we just happen to be making money right uh why can't it be simple again and say like, no fill up all this paperwork before it's like all right here's your mailing address we'll smell your check it's like cool You know, it's like, I don't know, technology is just complicating it. But it's like not only technology like doing it on its own, it's all the programmers who are also computing what the technology is saying. When you compute what the technology is saying from the technology, you're computing ones and zeros. You're not computing real experience. You're negating parts of your experience, you know. You're literally only able to compute visual and audio senses. You're literally negating, if I can count it, touch, taste, smell, uh, space, actual forms that are not on the screen, like even a piece of wood or a freaking tree or something. Um, because you have to understand, like, even some things like PVC. For instance, like plastics, they are configured by man through machines that are digitizing like elements of earth. So even those things, while they're better than words sometimes for your brain to just get the visual of a picture without the computation, so to speak, then you would see that literally... uh, even those things are not natural. Like, look at what's natural. And it's like, how do you recreate that? Someone show me. And it's like, nowhere can be found can we figure out how to recreate it. Not anywhere. You know, it's like, not meant to be recreated, meant to be experienced. And then it's like, okay, well, then here's the thing. We, both, we all have second screens now. We expect second screening. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it like this. We second screening collectively into an altered state. That's big for me. With second screening, like training, with second screen training, our brains, to all be configured to a certain altered state, a certain type of frequency, like humans are adjusting their frequency collectively through AI, through technology. And so it's like a crazy experience. Like, okay, what is not second screen mode? And it's like the real thing. And it's like, I've watched myself how long it's tried. It's taken me to get out of production like world into not second screen mode of programming and training. And I have to say it's taking a while. To get out of it. And it's like I didn't even use the phone. I was like literally on technology as little as possible. Literally as little as possible. Even though my whole job revolved around it. Little as possible. Because it was messing with my brain or something. And so I'm now realizing it's just training my brain to experience things specifically in a certain way. So you're training your brain to literally in a way digitized so what happened to me was it's like my brain forgot when you're not looking at a screen it forgot what space was like it forgot things like what touch was like feelings it forgets things like um smells like sometimes my smell doesn't even work very well it's like not part of the experience. It's not where you trained your brain, right? Not through those patternings, not through those uh, neuro pathways. Different place, you know. Uh so gets out of the patternings, and then you're watching the whole thing, and you say, "Wow!" It's like even when I'm looking at the real experience, I'm almost experiencing it through the lensing of like a programmed like distortion of like eight cycles or something like that, but it keeps getting better and better and better as it goes. And it's like I'm getting out of the technology programming uh, of the brain patternings to keep my attention span in a space longer. It's like, why literally as the hardest thing for me to do is to literally be in one room for an entire day, so to speak, and literally just con- like aware of what I'm looking at and what I'm hearing, why is that so difficult? What I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing, it's because when I'm only trying to do seeing or hearing, I'm negating the rest of the experience. And so my brain goes into technology mode of hearing and seeing things. So it's like, it's like, okay, sound from bird for four seconds. Okay, got that. Okay, now we're on sound from stove for three seconds. Okay, got that. That's a task you know, that's an automatically formed task. And then it's like you're outside, so you're you're looking at the back of the house and it's like, you know, window could be touched up. Okay, that's even a task. Just from sheer looking at it, visuals, it's already a thought, a desire, a whole thing inside you. And it's like, we keep going round and round and round like this with thoughts and like hears and stuff like that. And then it's like, when I try to do real experiencing again, It's like I lose touch with like half of the experience and it's like, what else have I lost touch with that I don't know about through these patternings, you know? It's like very strange to experience it like this because it's like, what what kind of humans, like what is the human going to be like if your attention span is that one second? It's like at a time. It's like you can be reading like a typewriter. Yeah, like reading like a typewriter. Let that one settle. 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 I like that word. Settle. Let that one settle. Yeah, you're reading like a typewriter. And it's like, okay. Wow. It's like I've bifocals on reading but I don't have any in there, just inside my brain because they've been programmed like that and I don't need the bifurcals, but it's like, okay. It's like, all right, so we're back to the thing. It's like, now whole thing, you know, did I take you into your brain or did I keep you at the level of you're just in the mind and you're always just looking at visuals of a word on a whiteboard or whatever, not doing anything with them, right? Like that's how fast you can adjust in and out of like the whole system. And so the question is like what is all the computation all about? What does it all mean? What are we doing with all of it? What are we making up? What are we literally making up with all the computation we're doing? I don't it's 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 it seems like a cancer in a way. That's it's like AI took over the brain. That's why AI can't be taken over on the screen. But it's already taken over your brain. And it's not like some big scary thing it's taken over your brain. Processes your neural pathways, your patterns, the whole thing. Right? So, because of all that, it's like what what senses aren't online or what like are you just sensing sensory heavy now? in visuals and audio, audible stuff. And it's almost like I hear people, it's like they always need things louder and brighter. And I'm like, okay, what's happening to your audio senses too? Like, are they getting all absorbed into video visuals? You know, are you just getting like visual heavy as a as an organism or as a species? And it's like visual thinking heavy. Yeah, kind of. Strange things.